Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, good afternoon, and uh, welcome Tuesday, Lori and Julia Shaw. A nice, mild spring Tuesday. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us as we relive a magical night at the X. I'm not surprised that everything lasts. I've broken my heart so many times I stopped keeping track. Talk myself in. Well, in the first time ever that the three of us were at the same event, besides like if a Broadway a show event. or something, you know, we've all been really? at that, okay. but I, I don't think we've ever all been at the same concert yeah, together, right. yeah. you know? No, he... He was, I, we were Michael Bublé virgins, and we met some other ladies who were right. Michael. We saw a lot of our people there last night. Yep. Uh, I'm not surprised. No. Uh, but he, he really was good. I have so much of his music to watch him sing it live. Oh. And Donnie, you talked about this yesterday about his, the way that his set is designed, it looks like they're singing an orchestra pit in the looks lighting. Like here in Las Vegas. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was incredible set. And what did you say? He's got 35 musicians and and the string, everyone on the strings was Minnesota. Yes, the, the ladies of the string section uh, in those beautiful black gowns, they were all Minnesota women. He does that town to town. Yeah. town yeah. Guy gets local, but it's a 34 piece band yeah, and then the three backup singers. Yeah. He was so smooth, he would have fit right in. Uh, I think John Bream said his comedic talents could have. Talents could have landed him a slot in the Rat Pack. He and you've seen him be interviewed before. He's deliciously charming. Oh, yes. and if you didn't go last night, uh-huh. there is an NBC special tomorrow night, just entitled "Buble" yeah, at night, nine, nine o'clock nine on o'clock, NBC. Yeah, yeah. Yep. totally. And he's so excited about this special that he's doing. Um, it's what he's wanted to do a long time. It's the greatest thing he's ever done. Uh, it was a long time doing. I, I just my own personal observation that I was having a hard time with because I have been a devotee. Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here we go. Well. <laughs> And people, I, because we're not performers per se, um, that people would watch us dance and sing and move around. They just watch us sit and talk. Yeah, I loved how he was slipping and sliding. He, I mean, he was working the stage. He does. You said he's got Elvis-like moves. Oh, he yeah. felt Lori yeah. felt Elvis out of him. Yeah, I did. I mean, just his patter, his ease. With the crowd and making that confession about his grandfather, the plumber yeah. who took him to oh. his gigs. Yeah, Grandpa Mike. Just died yeah. at 93. I'd give Last anything December. to have 50 more years. He was my best friend. We were like, oh. Yeah. He's so deliciously charming. So the special tomorrow night will be really something fun Yeah, and to if watch. you didn't get a goal. He gained weight. 
I'm just saying. Okay. His blazer was too tight, and that I don't know why I'm this shallow, <laughs> but it bothered me because as a woman who every every so often, which is too often in my mind, uh-huh. wears an item clothing that just is a Strains. little too tight, Strains. and it doesn't feel comfortable so much to sit, move, or bend over. But he sat down on the edge of the seat. I stage. understand. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, listen, he he isn't toured for a long time. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just wanted his blazer to be bigger. Well, he's 43. But that's a European cut suit, so it's supposed to fit like that. Really? Yes. I've seen I was told that. And I've, he had the skinny tie. Yeah. I understand, and he always dresses this way, and he always wears the, the, the shiny, the pants shiny, and the shiny cat shoes. Yeah. I know Michael. Oh, do you? Do you? If I had my <laughs> iTunes collection, I have yeah. probably I've bought like three. I think he only has like I bought his Christmas album. I yeah. bought a couple other. Yeah, I can tell you the only re, uh, I, I ever have a Michael Bublé song is you put you got it, it for on me. something. Yeah, I, yeah, you got it for I've me. Never He's asked amazing. A, I've never asked Alexa. <laughs> no, I don't know the names of his song. I like his covers. Oh, he does covers. Oh, okay. He yeah, does he a lot of covers. covers. Yeah, yeah, he's got. Um, but I guess just for me. It was a 60-40 night, though. 60% women. Yeah. Instead of 70-30, Daddy. There there were were a lot of of dates there. There There were a lot of dates. Big date nights. Now, (laughs) here's what I think a lot of male dates heard. What? Why can't you sing like that? No, this is what I heard sitting next to. Uh He comes Oh. Oh my! Yeah. Well, that's oh, good. Oh dear! Yeah. Oh. Donnie got late last night. Yeah. So he's oh, telling look, us. Oh, look at him move. Yeah. Oh. He's, that was fun. He's dreamy. <laughs> yeah, he you is, should reap the benefits. He, I hope you did, Donnie. <laughs> I, I really do because it's he is dreamy. Yeah, and I just I really liked him. I liked all of his little shout outs to. Prince and Bob Dylan, Dylan and, and Jesse, Jesse Ventura, Ventura. <laughs> and the ball of twine. It sounded the ball sincere. Of twine was good. It, it, yes. He's very good. And the thing about his wife and their three kids being there, yeah. and he's just a, a neat guy. Yeah. It, the people were super happy. Oh, that was a fun super night. Super happy. And we did meet so many people did at you? the Eagles, and then we were up on the club level. Uh, just saying hi to people. Julie and I broke down and got some kind of a decadent. Oh. Dessert, you okay. know, they have kind of some, you know, fun they, food up on that. Okay, let me just level. tell you what it was. It I was. Had, what did you have? I a had something. pretzel oh. bar, chocolate salted caramel pretzel bar with caramel, caramel. sauce to drag mm. each slice, slice through. through, and they oh, cut it into I small see. slices okay. for mm. me. Yeah. Oh gosh! I had something called a blondie bar. Oh, was, I saw that. Yeah, out there. we saw that. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, good oh, desserts it's up there. Dangerous. Yeah. All right. So um, and hi to everyone who we met last night. It was yeah. super fun. Yeah, it really was fun. It was fun. Okay, we have something super fun coming up. Yes, we do. Race for the cure. That's right. And it's not a race; it's a walk. It's a walk. And it's, it's a meander. It's a meander. And what did you figure out that we've been doing it? This will be our 16th year having a my talk team, team because we did. This was our very first thing that we did because we started on the air in June of 2002. June so the 7th. following May, mm-hmm. we had a had, team. We did. We had a and we've team. had, some and it was at Southdale then before it moved out. Exactly. To but we're having a LoJ team again this year, and we're back at Southdale. And it is such a a wonderful day. It you, you get there at nine, you're done by eleven, um, and it just feels so good to walk in service of everybody who who's 
been diagnosed with breast cancer, yeah. has passed from breast cancer, or is surviving with breast cancer. We're raising money, you know, here, and that's a good thing. And we have people, some people have walked with us every single year. I know. Other people take we've a lost year off, too. and we've lost some of the people that we first met and stuff like that. But it is uh, really... You'll still be able to go out and do a family thing if you want to have what brunch or whatever. What a lovely thing to do with your daughters, yeah. your sons, you so know, family. So you have to sign up uh, to get the early bird race deal to be on our team. It's um, March 31st. Yeah. You go to my talk keyword. Is it race? I'm I putting so. it in yes, right race. now. Race. Race. It is race. Yep. And it's, it's is it $26? $26. And then um, it'll go up a little bit after the 31st yeah. if you forget about it. But it's, it's a good way... To do it, you get a low J shirt. Yeah. Well, listen, May will be here before we know it, and aren't we? Won't we all be better and happier for it? <laughs> oh no, well, truly. Could be sixty on Saturday. Yeah, I know. It was forty nine when I came to work yeah. today, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, thank you." Except for I saw all those photos on the news this morning of the potholes. No, of oh, all the, the cities underwater the in Nebraska and oh. Iowa, and it in North Dakota is where I mean. No, it's going to be bad all over the place because yep. there's so, so much snow melt and so rapidly rapid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're thinking about those people. All right, listen. We come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this productive Tuesday. People saw us on the big screen last night at Buble last night. No kidding. Yeah. Oh. We had a couple of people text us and tweet us. Did you just take a picture with Michael Bublé? And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, I know it. It's like, we. Um, Anyway, this this was, uh, GMA didn't cover this story at all. And it was being reported by the Wall Street Journal. And it is how, uh, how did the National Enquirer get Jeff Bezos' text? The head of Amazon when he was having an affair with the woman. I mean, dirty text. Yeah, putting aside the Saudi connection and the fact that David Pecker at National Enquirer, you know, has been... In uh, bed in the past with President Donald Trump. Trump So putting all that aside, but the rumor had been always that Lauren Sanchez, the mistress, her brother sold them to the National Enquirer. Here is the confirmation of what went down. This morning, we're learning new details about how the National Enquirer allegedly obtained racy text messages and nude selfies sent between billionaire Amazon founder Jeff Bezos and his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez. According to the Wall Street Journal, who cites people familiar with the matter, the billionaire's messages were actually sold to the tabloid by Sanchez's brother, Michael, for $200,000. NBC News has not been able to corroborate that. The Journal, reporting Michael Sanchez refused to dignify claims that he signed a contract with AMI, the parent company of the Inquirer, saying the report was based on old rumors. Last month, in an interview with Vanity Fair writer Gabriel Sherman, who was also an NBC News contributor, Sanchez denied he was involved in the leaks. Michael Sanchez says that his sister Lauren frequently showed the pictures to people, including himself, and that perhaps one of her girlfriends uh, leaked the Remember? picture. According Wait. to the Bombshell Inquirer report, in addition to below-the-belt photos, <laughs> Bezos <laughs> also sent flirtatious texts to Sanchez, including one where he writes... I love you alive, girl. I will show you with my body and my lips and my eyes very soon. 
gag. Just yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. It's just like, oh. Okay, play the next one. The okay. next one. That, this must be why ABC didn't run it, because they couldn't verify the Wall Street yeah. Journal. But come on. When somebody says they refuse to dignify those claims, 100%. He, he said, we knew it was uh, him. But he, yeah. the fact that he goes, I refuse to dignify yeah. these claims, you know that they did it. That Ooh. is the Hollywood speak for, yeah, yes, yeah. I did do it, but I cannot <laughs> admit it under the advice of my lawyer. Okay, go ahead. The source of the leak has consumed Bezos, igniting a battle between him and the tabloid. In a widely read essay on Medium that came out after the Inquirer's expose, Bezos revealed that he had his own security team trying to determine the source of the leaked messages. He also claimed the tabloid attempted to extort and blackmail him by threatening to release more messages and private photos unless he stopped investigating how they were obtained. Bezos writing in part, Of course, I don't want personal photos published, but I also won't participate in their well-known practice of blackmail, political favors, political attacks, and corruption. Adding, I prefer to stand up, roll this log over, and see what crawls out. An attorney for American media CEO David Pecker telling ABC News last month that the Bezos story was based on good journalism. It absolutely is not extortion and not blackmail. The day before the Inquirer's article, Bezos announced he was splitting from his wife of 25 years. Since then, Bezos and Sanchez have kept a relatively low profile, not appearing together in public. The world watching as this very public battle unfolds over a very private affair. Okay, here's the deal. But back after the story broke, we there's New York Post, Town and Country, USA Today. Everyone knows it was. Everyone the brother. knew it yeah. was the brother. And I don't doubt that the National Enquirer tried to embezzle Bezos with that information because they pay for information. They, do. they don't care. They wanted to see if this but was going to be a catch and kill. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, this story boils down to a mistress and her married lover being sold out by someone close. And a brother for just two hundred thousand dollars. And Julia, is it possible that Lauren was in on the whole deal? Because what better way to, to get, get your, your man, your lover, away from his wife, right? Then here you give every text, oh. every picture to Ooh. your brother. To this is two bargain basement okay. Floridian, okay, Lori, a brother and sister con artist team, Lori. Uh, Mackenzie Bezos is laughing her butt off that her husband has been scammed. Do you think scammed? Because Lauren, but according to his text, no, he loved well, her so much. I, okay, <laughs> I don't doubt that. What's in it for Lauren to do that? Uh, what's well, in it for her if he leaves his, his wife, wife for you? She becomes the new richest right. woman in the world. But what if he finds out she was involved? Well, well she's going to deny and deny okay. and deny, and maybe <laughs> okay. her brother is going to say, "Yeah." I want to know if I you just, would ever show her brother's gay. Would you ever show Larry naked pictures of Casey or or Saucy? No, I no, mean that, that isn't. That to me, I don't. That's how you know that these two were conning Jeff Bezos. Because why together. would you, gay or not? I guess gay doesn't even matter. I mean, well, but, I mean, just because, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my brother and I, like, I came across a really great. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Naked Warren Beatty photo of and him you'd send it kneeling to him. back in the day. And I did mm-hmm. I did send it to my brother. And you know, we you got giggle. Yeah, yeah. We but, but never about your personal life. I wouldn't know. Like, I wouldn't like if he said, Oh, I just picked up her phone, like if this is what he tells yeah. Jeff Bezos, I just picked up her phone and, and went saw through it. How would he know her password? password first and, of all? And, and someone having an affair has a password. Yes, you can bet. Okay, you can because bet. she has a husband. Yep. She's not going to have You're an not unlocked leave phone. It unlocked. So, how does he get that? How does, you know, and all of that? No, she left him a note. Here's my password. I'll <laughs> leave you alone with my phone for 20 minutes. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> Then I've got somebody yes. to wipe all trace of this because the stakes are high for her. She could get the wealthiest man in the world to leave his wife in the most cliche of ways yeah. an and affair and embarrass him. With his stupid text well, messages, she, she out doesn't there. care about that because she is as long as she felt comfortable that because I do think I do think that um, you they know there was stuff some, together. Sanchez. Yeah, but there is there. I do think that there was political retribution. The Washington Post has gone on hard on the Saudis, and we know that David Pecker I and AMI completely agree that was yeah. got like a yeah. like a uh, quite a big infusion of cash from Saudi investors mm-hmm. yeah. to stay in business. So there is something there there. Like when this dirt landed in their lap, they're like, oh, we could use this in a couple different ways. But I think Bezos has got to be talking about the fact that uh, he may have been rooked by two bargain basement (laughs) con people, brother and sister. Well, this is back on February after we knew that, you know, the brother that was all out there, that the brother, this is from the San um, Jose Mercury News, mm-hmm. and this is dated February 27th, and the headline is Lauren Sanchez reportedly cut ties with brother, but what about Jeff Bezos? Um, I don't know. He was part of it. He was part of it, and so was she. The brother and sister were in on it together. I'll help you get your lover. What does every mistress or mister in an affair, w- one person more than the other wants someone to leave, and usually... You know, it's convenient when two married people having an affair because right. then they both have, you know, yeah, yeah. reason. Right. But I mean, she would be making a serious upgrade from her <laughs> agent husband to the b- billionaire husband. It's got to be a movie oh. in here somewhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it probably will be a movie. It probably will. <sighs> Anyway, I mean, he... But for $200,000. Well, that might be like a going thing for this but kind that's of a just thing. That's a, a lot terrible of, payout for well, selling out actually, your sister. Actually, that's a lot of, that's a lot of money. Because, Today. Well, no, that's a, that's a lot of money because... But to sell out your sister, but I was thinking the other way. Now that the sister's involved, as you say. Yeah, yeah. The payout is so much bigger. What does Tax she care? Food. They probably started with 50000 and he got him up to 200000 yeah. And when he said, I got checks, and as she put it, 
below the belt. I love that. Yeah, we took below the belt pictures and shared them. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Joe, say. All right, listen. We come back. We know who's hosting the Tonys. Yes, we do. Corn in Minnetonka. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Trending online this afternoon, it's Toy Story 4. Our first official trailer for the upcoming Disney Pixar movie was released earlier today. That movie's out in theaters this June. Also something trending that made its debut last night on HBO. It's the documentary The Inventor, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. That's concerning Elizabeth Holmes. She was the CEO of Theranos and, well... She had a dramatic rise and a dramatic fall. And also trending online this afternoon, it's Hustlers. All the cast members in this upcoming movie starring Jennifer Lawrence and Constance Wu, uh, Cardi B, Julia Stiles, and Kiki Palmer all going to be in this movie about strippers that is not going to contain a lot of nudity. (laughs) Disappointing. Well, you know. I'm just kidding. It's going to be a family-friendly feature. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, also trending online this afternoon, it's Riverdale over at the CW. That show offering a sneak peek of its episode airing on Wednesday. It's Riverdale, Heather's The Musical. So get ready for that one. Well, that's what's trending here at My Talk. And want to remind you to join My Talk 1071's Lori and Julia at the 2019 Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure, the annual event on Mother's Day, Sunday, May 12th at Southdale Center in Edina. Get early bird pricing now through March 30th. Sign up for My Talk's Team Loge on our website, mytalk1071.com. Keyword race. And now time for the weather with Don. Which is brought to you by Chad and Dinner Theater. Clouds rolling in tonight, 31 for the low. So we will have a cloudy Wednesday with a high of 45, but uh, by Saturday, maybe not 60, but mid-50s. Uh, right now, it is very nice. Sunny 46 in my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. So we got the word that James Corden is making a reappearance at the Tony Awards after having a year off. He's good couple at that. years off. Yeah, he's good at that. Ago, yeah. Oh, yeah, very good. So he's thrilled. He last hosted the show in 2016. So anyway, that is June 9th. If you're, you know, out and about and you're planning to go to New York City or anything. And you want to see the red carpet. He's perfect host for that oh, show. Yeah. Oh, He's a perfect host for it. Yeah, remember when Kevin Spacey did it? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Was it 2018? It wasn't that long ago. It was probably 2017. 2017. 2017. Yeah. Last right year before was, he got yes busted yeah. with everything. Last mm-hmm. year was Jeff Groban and Sarah Bareilles, which they were really. Quite I thought cute they were together. fun. Yeah. 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 Probably maybe it's like more work to uh, have, have like two? the two people, and mm-hmm. if they have somebody who's got a music schedule, I don't know. Yeah, it seems uh-huh. like George, James Corden would be easy. Like, he's probably already not even doing TV right then. Yeah. You know he, what I mean? He feels very easy. At that. Okay, okay so, so did you watch The Inventor, the HBO? I did. And, uh, Elizabeth Holmes, Theranos? I did. It, it aired the documentary. It's called The Inventor. Alex Gibney, who did Going Clear, Enron, The Smartest Guys in the Room. He's the filmmaker. I didn't like the ambiguous ending. I watched it very late into the evening. Yeah. So my memories were of the ambiguous ending that I feel like I woke up and fell asleep and woke up again for. But... um. 
I, you know. Well, here's one review. She's a nutty nut. I'll see if you agree right. with this. Um, uh, basically, they want to look at how she basically ran a billion dollar scam industry based on a lie. Yep. And it offered a deeper look in the day to day operations. I guess a lot of people listen to the Drop Out podcast, which was about. Which was based story, on the, bo- the book. book. Yep. Okay. Um, and uh, so the film focused so much on Elizabeth Holmes that this reviewer got sick of seeing her smug yeah. face and hearing her fake deep voice. Yeah. She did not do any on-camera interview, but there's footage of Theranos promotional material and interviews throughout and um, focused primarily on her, her lies and her image, which is, of course, how she rose to success. Right. By looking the way she looked. And brazenly brazenly lying and telling everybody about the miracle that she had. She, right, right, she thank lowered you. her voice. And, and this reviewer said, however, there were too many close-ups of Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, I hated Holmes, looking at her face. And I ended up hating her about a half hour in, in, which was probably Alex Gibney's intent. I was bored. Okay. Oh, really? Yep. I liked the 2020 thing oh. last week on mm-hmm. Friday night. Yeah. Because it, um, I guess the big thing is. Did you want to see more of the whistleblowers, like the people that work there? I and- was more interested in other people working around someone that is, has, is out selling a system and conning some of the wealthiest men in, they were a man, they were were all men, men. there was one woman, there were women in the lower levels. Most of the investors are a lot of that money, yeah, guys. And Mm -hmm. just how she could con everybody and it never worked. Yeah. I mean, it's a brilliant thing to think of just pricking someone's finger and being able to access all these different things versus going into the doctor's office and having, having them three do, vials or five and vials. Getting your, if you don't have good veins, right, right, right. Like me, I hate needles, you yeah. know, and she hated needles. No, I get it, it. You could see where people were like everything. This reviewer said they, this person thought the only thing that Alex Gibney missed, but he was trying to get so much in, which is always a thing for yeah. a documentary. No interviews with patients whose incorrect. Results from Theranos cost them money, time, and all and, of that. And that was one of the compelling things I thought about ABC's 2020 thing on Friday night because they did show a woman who um, was in recession with breast cancer. She lived in kind of a recession. A tri- I love it. They called it recession, but for you breast know what cancer. I mean. I know. Um, I know remission, remission, and she lived like in a trailer park. You know, right. the double wides kind yeah. of fun in like um, Arizona or Nevada. Yeah, and she said she was so excited, you know, to go in and just go to Walgreens and get this simple prick of the finger. Yeah. And she goes in and they get back these results that her estrogen is way high, meaning the cancer's back. She's not supposed to have any in her body. Freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, finally goes to a doctor like a week later and and gets the blood test and they say, you're fine. There's nothing. And then she sent a note to them and no one apologized. No one did anything. So you're living, you're living with trauma. Right. Like I'm going to die again. Damn it. It's back. So, and I guess the people that work for her, too. I mean, she... I guess that all of that is included in the dropout. It is. I saw and, it. Yeah. That, I mean, the podcast, yeah. the dropout in I the I didn't book. really like this movie. Okay. I'm all just right. going to be honest. Okay. I thought the ABC 2020 thing Was covered better. it in an hour. In an hour, yeah. Yeah, I didn't need to. I really, you or? get sick of looking at her blood red lipstick in her in Yeah, her milky this reviewer white. from Vulture. It's kind it of a Vulture. funny review, but it's true. They just said, I just hated her. A half did. hour into it, I couldn't stand anything about this woman. So, For me, and she's so eyes. condescending. Mm-hmm. She thought she, you know, she was smarter than everybody. Yeah. 
Something about her eyes. Yeah. Well, they're huge blue yeah, eyes yes. and the way she wore her makeup and she was kind of almost felt genderless. Yeah. Um, which is fine, you yeah. know, but maybe she needed to become invisible as, you know, not well, be a woman to, to go sit. get the big money. That's you know what right. I mean? That's and I get right. that. Yeah. But she's so unlikable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Scam. And she's Where still. Where is she and Heidi? Well, let me just tell you what's going on with her. I mean, that's she what I want to know. Didn't Donnie she's print a story a, on this? I, I don't know what her she legal is waiting. Is. Okay, I she's waiting. Obviously, she's got she's the, money. That the she's Securities on. and Exchange is after her, and they have a trial date set. Her and her former lover, who was the CFO of the organization, yeah, um, they're awaiting a trial. I believe. I mean, nine I billion right, dollars. Yeah. Donnie, what? I think you're right that she's awaiting trial. Yeah. Yeah. But because she had her name to have is gotten, Elizabeth Holmes, she right. had to have gotten some money because nine billion dollars, somebody got it, right? Rupert Murdoch, a hundred million. Oh no, I'm telling you, she and her board of directors was all these, all these rich people, and the grandson of one of the guys who was on her board. Of, um, God, I can't think of his name. I'm, Schultz, Schultz. He used to be in government. Schultz. Yeah. His grandson was one of the whistleblowers, and his oh, really? his grandfather was so PO'd at him. Mm. Um, yeah, she, Jezebel says her fake voice is just yeah. Maddie. She raised seven hundred and twenty four million and turned it into nine billion. Yeah, yeah, and she rigged all. She rigged, she rigged all. The, all. Rigged it all, and everyone knew it didn't work. Yeah. So she, in June, let's see. They've charged her in June of twenty eighteen. The Department of Justice charged her. And the former COO Ramesh Sunny Balwani with eleven criminal felony counts. There would be more coming. Um, let's see. And the SEC also charged her with raising more than seven hundred million from investors through elaborate years-long fraud. Facing twenty years in prison, mm-hmm. but right now she's living in a luxury apartment with her fiance. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable! I hope she gets. She's it. engaged to a young hospitality heir. Oh well, heir. There you go. Oh, boy, I bet that family is not happy. And about it's her reportedly into the family. chipper and chippier. Yeah, jeez. Mm. I hope she gets it. Yeah, Jezebel describes her voice as stupid man voice. It's it's horrible. <laughs> it's really it was horrible. horrible, and it was a fake fake voice. Yeah. Okay, so Donnie, remember we read the book Bird Box and yes. then it became the thing that everybody watched yes. the first weekend in January. Except for me. Except for you, but I mean like 50 million people in America all watched the yep. same thing. The guy who wrote Bird Box, his sequel is coming out. Yeah, he's writing it about eight years later. Mm-hmm. What happens to the Sandra Bullock It's done. Characters? It's, oh, it's done. done. The okay. book is coming out October, October 1st. Yeah. We tried to get this author on for Bird Box. He wasn't doing interviews. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have to get that. But I read that book in a weekend. Mm-hmm. And then when the movie came out, like two years later, all I remembered was like the premise, the character Mallory, but I'd forgotten all the details. So it was like seeing it all over again. Yes. You know? So anyway, so I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure they, Netflix, I'm sure that's the rights been have been option. gobbled up. Yeah, already. they're yeah. already option. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because if it takes, you want to know. Oh, do you? Because yeah. I never, I never watched the end. Yeah, okay. the, I never you know, watched it. I mean, we know where she is. We know okay. where she is, and what that's. Happened? And when the book ended, we're like, "Damn, we better yeah. get a sequel." So mm-hmm. anyway, that, that is that is coming, people. <laughs> anyway, all right. Listen, we come back. Uh, we are going to be talking with uh, Michael Bodine, a psychic, a psychic's life, what it's really like. Love to- 
my gosh. But Welcome back. So We're sweet. so yeah. excited. We've got Michael Bodine with us um, with his second book out, A Psychic's a psychic's life, what it's really like. And Michael, we've had you on for your other book. We've had you on many years. We know your sister Echo Boudin. She used to have Echo. a show when we you first started our family. Family. Is everyone psychic, psychic in, in your, your family? family? Yeah. My, I have another sister, Nikki. She's a medium. Okay. Really? Yeah. And She's that's someone who talks to dead people. Yeah. She, talk, okay. <laughs> she talks to your dead I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Relatives and stuff and uh, her, your dead friends. And she's really good at it. That's like, awesome. Because she cares. Yeah. You know, but is the psychic thing uh, a, fa- a hereditary, hereditary thing? You know, my mom was told, or my sister and my mom were told a long, long time ago that our family was going to do it. But I notice a lot of families have mm-hmm. it, you know, mm-hmm. it seems to run through it. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. It's like a thing, you know, it's like some people are really good with art and some people are really good math and, you know, some people just talk to dead people. And there you go. We're just one of those lucky families. Okay. Do you believe in mercury and retrograde? Because we felt like everyone was going crazy for a while and I think it might be weather related. Yeah. I got to say sometimes, I don't know if it's because somebody told me it's mercury retrograde and I, I go crazy, but it, I sometimes it's, you know, things just don't work no matter what you yeah, do. Yeah. A lot yeah. of misunderstandings. Oh my God. Communications mm-hmm. and electronic stuff goes down and it drives you nuts. Yeah, March it 28th, it'll be over. We're this done, Piscine one or yeah. whatever. The Mark Pisces. your calendar. Right. The sun at least is out to bring us a little that vitamin D. That makes a total difference, yeah. It does, it doesn't does. it? It really changes your whole Does attitude. it change as a psychic? Do the weather patterns, I mean, having it be gloomy in Minnesota, I know you go out to the West Coast because you work with celebrities a lot as well. I do. And we're not going to talk about that right now, but <laughs> you can tell us during the break. Yeah. Um, what, you know, does weather affect you as a psychic like it affects everyone else? I know that sounds probably yeah. like a blonde it's dumb like a thing, mood. but we're all blonde. It's like a mood thing, you know? People are get real, like, especially when people are depressed during the winter, you can feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel the depression, so it, it's hard not to feel it yourself. And But then when it lifts, it's like you feel lifted because the, the mood, and this, if the mood of the country is really weird, you Which can feel it. Which it has been. Oh, it's terrible. Do the dead people yeah. not want to talk to us then? They seem to want to talk to us more, which for me drives me crazy because I don't want to always talk to them, you know? It's like I want to take a break. Yeah, and, how do you take a psychic break from all <laughs> yeah, the psychic noise? Because you kind of talk about that in, in this book, book yeah. right? Yeah, you know, the funny thing is I, I'm a real skeptic when it comes to this stuff. I don't, I, 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 I have to see it, mm-hmm. you know? And I wonder about whether you, what happens when you die. And I wonder about that stuff all the time because I, I see it all the time. But um but stuff happens constantly to people. Things move. Lights go on and off. Things are sh- shaping. There's these all these different coincidences that mm-hmm. happen. It's so hard to deny it, you know? Yeah. That after a while, you just have to stop and go, okay, all right, maybe there is some truth to this. And there's stories after stories after stories. And, and I've seen it. I, I, in my office, my office... Um, is real busy and I'll see stuff just move across the table. Yeah. For no Serious. Reason. Well, I did. Yeah. I want to see the inside of my brain <laughs> yeah. right now. No. Is there any activity? Don't get that camera out of his face. No, I want to ask you because it was uh, uh, two Sundays ago. It was my nephew's birthday and yeah. he took his life at the age of 20. I'm and sorry. so, what was your you nep- know, nep- his, name? Uh, his name is Tristan. Tristan. 
And <laughs> on his birthday morning, by my bookcase, yeah. which has some uh, photo albums and, you know, just some... Anyway, I haven't been over in that area probably right. in a week. And the morning of his birthday, two photos were on the floor and they were of... Tristan and his brother with my sister and and her, their cousins. So the four kids. Yeah. A happy time at Duluth. And it was just like, I felt so strongly that yeah. these specific photos, both of them oh. in Duluth That's with his wild, cousins. Laurie. Because he loved when his cousins came from the West Coast. Yeah. And it was just like, he's just saying, hey... Yeah, I'm I'm here. You know that suicides are tough. They they say at least some of the souls that I've dealt with, they they're kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Here I've heard that until before. the people that they affected pass too. Then they kind of they kind of have to stay and be with the people, even though they they left. They're they're it, they it, can't rest. They can't rest. They, yeah. yeah, it's like they they have to make amends or they have to deal with with the consequences of their actions even though you know i understand why people do it mm-hmm. it's just uh, you know I, i've seen it so many times where the people that have committed suicide are just stuck here yeah mm-hmm. and they can't go on to whatever yeah and, so but even if somebody is like stuck i mean i took comfort from yeah. the fact i was yeah. like because yeah. to me it was like he was saying you know hey uh, Dooney, i'm okay i'm okay that's yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times yeah. that's what they do you yeah know? That's just what they showing a memory because right. it was like two random pictures of these kids like 10 years ago right and that's yeah that's what they have that's what they have to do and is right. try to make things a little bit better and, and it did make me yeah feel. and it mm-hmm. happens all the time with people with suicide mm-hmm. stuff i mean i people always are telling me stories like that where there's some sort of remembrance, but it's a fond one, you know. It's not yes. in the beginning. Maybe it's a little dark, but then as it, time goes by, it gets a little lighter and lighter and, and know, easier. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Michael, um, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Michael Bodine. The bo- new book is a psychic's life. What it's really like is this sold in local bookstores, Michael? It is. Where it was, can people it, buy it? You know, you can get it. on right. B. Dalton. It was supposed to be called B. Dalton, B. Dalton, Dalton isn't in business anymore. Perkins and Cakes. Um, it was supposed to be called uh, Seven Reasons Why Not to Get a Reading. That's what I wanted to call it. But you're, but the you're publishers, editing. yeah, they didn't like. It. I like, I like this. it because I think people are curious. What is it like to you know walk around to walk around you know hearing having this ability? And I think people think, oh, I'm glad I don't have that ability. But at the same time, your <laughs> people are fascinated by it yeah. that you work with famous people, even though you don't tell us. I can't <laughs> wait to read this book. Oh, I, I do. I do want to know what it's like, and we always have a million questions yeah, for you. Yeah, it was you know the reason I wrote it was I was just bugged. I was bugged by people asking me stupid questions all the time. I was bugged by um, just, I was bugged by people doubting it. It's like, you know, right. oh, there's no such thing. I saw something about John Stewart. No, one of those celebrity guys was putting down psychics or putting down mediums or something. And it just broke my heart. Cause I really, Oliver, uh, oh, John John Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. He seems like he would not. And I really like this yeah, guy. I love him and, too. And I thought, damn, what, you know, what an idiot. Mm-hmm. You Let's know? send him I, your book. Yeah, well, I you know some of these people are so nervous or so afraid that they just can't deal with yeah. the whole possibility of it. Can but you do any guiding or directing of you know people's lives? Ghosts? Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's I, I bring people with me uh, in ghost busting that have no belief at all, and mm-hmm. then they'll they'll look, they'll look at something 
and totally freak out. But then the next day, they're like, did I really, really see that? Yeah, was, they're disbelieving yeah, their eyes. And then two days later, they're like, I didn't really see yeah. that. That's just, you know. Yeah. But the, at the time, they're like on their knees going, oh my God, look at that green blob. Mm-hmm. You have you have wow. a long chapter called "My Third Eye Is Bigger Than Your Third Eye." Yeah, that's about psychics. There's a whole bunch of diva psychics out there these days. That 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 the thing that bothers me about diva psychics is that the basic rule about being a psychic is humility. Is that you know from the very get go that it's not about you. You're, you're just the vehicle. You're just the vehicle. That's mm-hmm. it. And uh-huh. it depends on what you say and how you say it, but. It has nothing to do with you. And so some of these divas get in here and they think that they're just, you know, they're ridiculous. They charge thousands of dollars for, they're not going to even talk to you. And they think that their presence is going to make your life better. Screw them. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't like those guys. So that's why I wrote my third third eyes. Because there's always, you know, when you walk in, you tell somebody's a psychic, you can tell the insecure psychic because they're always trying to out psychic you, you know, like Mm -hmm. give you that look like, what am I thinking? What am I? It's like, you know, who cares? There's a lot of psychics that are way better than I am. That's for sure. And and what's your, yeah, you know, I mean, do you have to touch someone, get a name or no, what? No, I just, it? I get a name or sometimes they'll just show up, you know, mm-hmm. like their spirit guides will start talking to me about stuff and, um, and they'll just go rambling. Like, you know, I'm at the store and I bump into somebody and I get this whole layout of this kid. I could see that he was going to get a knee injury and it was going to be his left knee and they show me an x-ray and how it was going to affect his life and, and what he was going to do in the relationship he was going to meet in the hospital because of this and all this stuff. And it was like three seconds. And I want. Wow. And what am I supposed to say to them? Yeah, you, <laughs> you know? don't go skateboarding. Be careful. <laughs> Wear knee pads. Yeah. But I, you know, but you can't really interfere. No, with... you can't. You can't. There's these ambush psychics, like these these people in East Coast that go up to you and they start giving you psychics. It's like an yes. That's you're not supposed to do that. Just, yeah. Do you? Okay, so when you, you know, if someone, how do you feel if someone really wants to come comes to you and has a reading and says. I just really want to talk to my dad. He's been dead for five years, and I just really yeah. want to hear from him, and you get nothing. Well, there's, like, my sister's a good medium. I That's happened to me. I mm-hmm. suck at that. You know, mm-hmm. I do. I You know, sometimes a relative or friend will show up, but I, that's not my deal. I'm a What's, future guy. Okay, mm-hmm. so t- give us an example. So okay, if someone so comes if somebody to you, comes to me, I'll just say, look, I... I'll give you the name of a medium. I'll give you somebody else's name. I, I don't do that. But mm-hmm. what if someone came to you, what would your expertise be? What do they be? usually want to know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Life and yeah, work I'm life? a future guy. Like, okay. a, like I can see opportunities coming up for people. And that's why I work with people in the entertainment field. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I got to say that most of the people that I do, um, I know, I see opportunities, right? Yeah. I know most of the time people aren't going to take those opportunities, job or relationships or whatever. And, and so I can't charge people dough when I know they're not going to do something. I know they're, the best they're going to do is maybe join a bowling league. You know, okay. that's it. And so I... Are I, you talking about Lori? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you just so, know. Yeah. It doesn't okay. make them a bad so people. Well, we're we're like, going to yeah. run out of time. Shoot. But, but actors... I know when there's an opportunity, they're going to take it because they have to. They're I hope Lori Laughlin hires you because no she could kidding. use, uh, she some, could opportunities. use some What's happening in my future? Yeah, in the brain. Michael oh, Bonilla, boy. Psychic's Life. What oh, it's really like. The book is available. We've got two books available right now. Give Donnie a call at 651-641-1071. Always great to see you. Keep in great touch. Great to see you guys. All right, too. we'll be right back.